Welcome to Emotional Detox Podcast, where our mission is to get the world feeling again. Here is your host, author, Sherrianna Boyle. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Emotional Detox Podcast. I'm here with Josh Elledge from upmyinfluence.com. Hi, Josh. Hey, Sherrianna. It's great to be here. (laughs) It's wonderful to have you. I I feel like we just chatted. Truth be told. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This is our round two because my full disclosure audience, my mic was not working last time. So Josh has kindly come right back because he, you were so good. He has so much great information. I was like, I can't put this out to the world, Josh, with the audio barely there. So um, I really want people to hear what you have to say. We're at a time where so many people are switching careers, Josh, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, or even just thinking about it and wondering, uh, how can I do it? A lot of moms, a lot of people who were in one career are saying, you know, maybe I could start something new, not really sure how to do that. You're kind of an expert in that field of, you know, how to, well, you are, how to <laughs> it, how for to, those who couldn't see my facial expression it's like no, it's like it's, when someone refers to oh you're the expert it's it's always uncomfortable it's like getting a speaker intro this is the funniest person you are ever going to meet they are so they're going to leave you in stitches like that's the worst intro you can get because you're like yes. well you're all about to be disappointed <laughs> I know it's true. But I, I appreciate I, that. Thank you very much. Thank you. I, it's just sort of a buzzword. I, I never was a big fan of the word expert either. I, 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 anyway, you, you have a lot of experience. Let's put it that way. And you've done a lot of trial and error. I mean, that's what experience is, is someone who's been through what works, what doesn't work and cut, kind of figured out the best way to go, right, Josh? I mean, you sorted through all of that, which is really nice when someone does that for you. Yeah, I mean, so- what I find is that, um, you know, of audiences that that we typically work with, so we work with a lot of high ticket coaches, consultants, service providers, agencies. Um, and unfortunately, in that world, there are a lot of dynamics that have made it very difficult to connect with high ticket customers. And this is the conversation the, the, you know, to our our guest that's listening to us right now, this is this is going to be an incredibly valuable conversation because you need to understand where the brains of consumers are today. And when I refer to consumers, everybody's a consumer. And I don't care if you sell B2B, B2G, B2, whatever. We're all consumers and we've all been experimented on, particularly by a lot of forces over the past 20 years. And it's this experimentation largely propagated by social media, but what you have is a population that has been inundated like never before by advertisers and marketers. The American Marketing Association estimates that the average person is advertised to more than 700 times a day. So what do you think is going to happen to a population that has that kind of exposure day after day after day after day after day. And here you are, just yeah. an honest business owner, 
just trying to do your thing and you want to now reach out and connect with audiences. Well, I hate to tell you this, but marketers have ruined it for you. They have overfished the waters. And as a result, traditional old school marketing is just, it just doesn't work like it used to. And so you're going to have to evolve. And there's a, here's the good news. There's a lot of great research on this. There's a lot of great, um, I'd say, people that are doing thought leadership in and around this subject, trying to stay ahead of the curve. Now, Fortune 500 companies and top companies who have, you know, can afford these experts, they know, they know what's going on and they do a lot of testing, which is why if you look at the evolution of TV ads, for example, how they've changed over the they past have. 10, 20 years. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, you look at like the you know, phone companies, they, they make it seem like it's the best thing in the world to, you know, you're so connected when you have a phone. It's just <laughs> yeah. right? the yeah. storytelling behind those ads. Yes. <laughs> So, so that's Stay connected what, with your loved ones, right? Meanwhile, yeah, we're well, all addicted and <laughs> stressed yeah. out. Yeah. So, yeah, you're you're correct. Um, and so, largely, what are the biggest trends in and in, in advertising? Is it used to be that you could really push a lot of talking points? You used to be able to, you know, talk about your benefits and all that sort of thing, and people would pay attention to that. Today, you can't do that. Uh, it, it's so the way that the best thing you can hope for in 30 second ad is get people to like you, maybe make them laugh, maybe, you know, create some sort of emotion, um, be memorable, stand out in a way that um, people might want to share that. And again, that's that's what works today. So if you're going out on social media and it's all about your value proposition, good luck. It's tough. I mean, I'm not saying you yeah. can't make it work. It's just really difficult. Yeah. But, Sheriana, I have good news because <laughs> there, are, and, and again, everyone's got their philosophy. Mine yeah. is very much rooted in, you know, kind of more of a go-giver approach where mm-hmm. if you want to connect with audience, particularly, and, and who I work with is, so we've got about 130 you know, consultants, coaches, service providers, B2B agencies, and so forth that we work with. And all of them have one thing and a couple of things in common. They all have decent authority, which is, you know, we'll talk about that a little bit, um, yeah. but they all sell big ticket, right? And when you sell big ticket, it's it's a little bit trickier um, because if you're selling big ticket, that means you're working with big ticket clients. Big ticket mm-hmm. clients are a little bit different than smaller ticket clients, you know, early stage entrepreneurs and you're selling a $79 thing, that's a completely different situation. What I'm talking about is you're an agency and you want to charge $20,000 because you're going to build out some big thing for them, or you're going to, you know, provide higher level consulting and coaching. Um, It's really difficult to get the time and attention of those bigger decision ticket, uh, you know, bigger ticket um, decision makers. So again, that's what we're going to unlock in this conversation. I'm going to keep on teasing all uh, the whole conversation. Yes. That's all I'm going to yes. do is I'm just going to keep on teasing. <laughs> yes. Yes. So right I mean, to our listener, to our viewer, you're in the so, right place. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I'm thinking about the people who, well, I'm thinking about, I just attended like a holiday fair thing, right. With my daughter. And there were lots of little entrepreneurs there 
Josh, you know, selling their stuff. And I like to do the local thing and support. And I love to look at their marketing. I do. I, I am interested in marketing. I love looking at brands and things like that. Um, and it is fascinating to see. So what do you say to someone like that? I mean, do you find that some people try to go to that? When we are talking big ticket item, you're talking I mean, we're talking big, right? Like you said, well, we're not talking. Do they try to do that too quick, Josh? What, you, tell- yes, yes. So that's a big thing, right? So we're going to yes. talk about customer. So customer journey is really, really important yeah. to truly understand. And this is this is where marketers screw it all up, is they okay. get try to get overly familiar or overly salesy way too quick. Why? Yeah. yeah. Here's what most marketers do. They have an intention. They want to make sales. Now, here's the issue today. Um, You're dealing with a population that has never been more protective, has never been more, you know, gun shy. Are you going to sell me? Are you going to sell me? Are you going to, you know, so we're all on edge. So if you can relax and the sales presentation never comes, now you have an audience that can, oh, okay, shoo. Because we're we're always afraid that it's going to turn into this uncomfortable thing. Think about like this, right? So you go say, go to a mixer. Yes. You know, back in the day when we did that stuff on a regular basis. And yeah. so, um, and I've done, you know, I, I got invited to this um, uh, this one mixer one time and it was just so uncomfortable. It was just a bunch of salespeople all selling each other. And I'm like, I need to leave. I feel so angry <laughs> right now. It's just like, yeah. we all feel like that when we're we're being inundated with people that uh, are, are broadcasting yes. their intention. But here's the thing. Yes. It's, a, it's like seeing that this person who sells Tupperware and then you run, you're like, okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> or, or yeah, go ahead. Yeah. If, yeah. if you are, you know, if you're doing direct sales or whatever it is, um, listen, whatever your intention is, yes. we all know, we, yeah. we all know it. The moment yeah. you started speaking, the moment you walked into a room, you cannot yeah. separate your intention from your behavior. I'm sure that's something, Sherryana, you're pretty tapped into. Like we're broadcasting that energy. So yeah. if your energy is desperation and I need to make a bunch of sales and these yeah. people are just potential customers to me, they're leads, they're prospects, um, yeah. we all know. We all yeah. know. We can so feel true. it. I don't so care if you're true. live streaming. I don't care if you're just sharing stuff on social and you're yeah. low key selling. Okay. Yeah. We all know what you're doing. Right. Well, and the, the algorithms and the, and the know email. what you're doing. And the and email thing. You know, when that when people want your email, just can I have your information? That always is a little, I, I'm always a little off by that. Like, okay, why do you want my email? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why do you want my information so quick? So um, I don't right. even know you. I don't even know what, what's going on here. And and you you want my stuff. So I totally agree. So what yeah. what I hear you saying is, you know, where where you're really good is you're saying it's all changed folks. So Mm -hmm. if you are thinking about whether you're starting a business or you've been going at it for a while, or you're ready as Josh is talking about to up, up it and start going big and stop staying small. Right. Um, that you got to get with the new way of marketing because it's just not working. 
And you people, don't have and, to, unless right. you, you know, you're, listen, you're welcome yeah. to go follow the, um, yeah. you know, this yeah. AI, you know, uh, oriented, it's just a numbers game. Listen, yeah. if you are any guru that's using that kind of language today, take it yeah. with a grain of salt, please. I mean, take what I'm saying with a grain of salt. And, right. and what I would say is just test this. And here's the ultimate test. How do you yeah. feel when someone. That's my favorite question. Person, you know, that's my that? favorite. That's my favorite question. That's emotional detox language. How do you feel? Mm, yeah. Right. Yeah. How when someone, you, when someone does this truth. to you yes. yeah, and someone treats you like a prospect, how do you yes. feel? You feel, you feel, it just feels icky. So, yes. um, and, and I think uh, I see this a lot, right? Where, where marketers yeah. lose their empathy and they also lose sight of just how intelligent audiences are and yeah. audiences are not quote unquote audiences, they're people, they're you and me. And yes. so, um, you know, which is why, like, if, if you get my, if you're on my email list, I don't sell to you. If you're on my social media, I, I mean, it's so rare that, that yeah. I would have any sort of thing that would be yeah. self-serving, not self-serving, but just, I mean, it's just, I, it's so rare for me. It's not that I yeah. don't, but boy, it's like, you know, how they used to say, it's like, uh, I forget who said it. It's like one out of seven or something like that. For me, it's like probably one out of 40, one out of 50. I might be wrong, but I think yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at least yeah. that's the mandate my team has. Like, you yeah. know, we just don't sell because at that level, it's inappropriate because it's kind of like, you know, bumping up to somebody for the first time, you're just meeting them. It's like, Hey baby, do you want to meet my parents? And it's yeah. like, um, um, no, like yeah. that's way too yeah. familiar. It's too quick. So you, yeah. you're not honoring the relationship. So for example, someone's listening to me right now, talk about this. You're like, okay, all right, this Josh guy seems like he thinks he knows what he's talking about. Sometimes yeah. he talks a little fast. He talks a little too much. He interrupted Sheriana that one time and I didn't like that, <laughs> but otherwise, yeah, he's a cool guy. And I apologize for that, by the way, sometimes that's my enthusiasm and excitement that, uh, that I get carried away with. Um, but I have to be realistic and understanding that folks are not at the level yet where they're ready to do business with me. They might be curious, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping yeah. that that curious can turn into, it's like, um, uh, what's his name in, uh, that movie. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about. No, uh, where it says that you had my curiosity, now you have my attention. I think oh, it's yes, yes, Leonardo yes. DiCaprio. Yes. It's, it's uh -huh. like that, right? Yes. So the best I can hope for at this point is someone might be interested enough to Google my name. Um, you know, and so they Google Josh Elledge and then they go look and they can learn about me. And yeah. so um, that's that's a very typical next step for a podcast listener. And I do a lot of podcasts as a guest. Um, right. So um, yeah, so that I, knowing that I'm going to try to make it insanely easy for people to get to know me. And I really think that that's the best we could do. And I'm the guy that's been in the media over 2,500 times. We need to be very realistic about what audiences who are just getting to know you, what is the next step? It's not, they're not going to buy your thing. Probably not right. going to book a call with you. Booking a right. call is scary, but yes. I might be interested in, you know, in uh, consuming some more of your content. What else you got for me, hotshot? You know, that's kind of what they're saying. Right. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, this is, this is very helpful. And I hope everyone is, is enjoying this as much as I am. So really building that relationships. Do you feel we need this level of patience, Josh? I mean, do you feel that, that it's the rushing that is 
creating this, you know, an emotional detox, we talk a lot about reactivity, right? What is the driving force behind that? Why do, why do people go right to the sale? What, what, what is that? What are, what's coming up for them that they're not allowing themselves to feel? I mean, that's what I would say, you know, why, why do you need to push your, what you're selling first and, and before you get to know each other. And that is worth exploring from an emotional detox standpoint. Um, do you feel people are impatient, Josh? Well, so look, I mean, when you are in a position, right, we mm. all, I think there's many of us that don't like the feeling of scarcity, right? And yeah. scarcity is a very scary emotion. So in business, it's very, very common, especially in the earlier stages. And then again, once you hit kind of like that adolescent phase in business, cash flow is an issue. It just yeah. is. And yeah. so um, what I'm referring to is like you've got these consistent bills, but the income from most earlier stage business owners, it's a lot of up and down. It hasn't settled out yet until yeah. you build the systems that are going to deliver consistent activity. So yeah. I do believe in business that most problems in business can be solved with the proper application of revenue. You make investments into um, staff, you, you hire more people, you invest in processes, you invest in systems, you buy software, you buy licenses to tools that you can use in it. All of those are designed in theory to improve the success of your business. Now, right. if you're not doing any of those investments in other people and other things, you're doing it all yourself, it's just going to be a grind. I, I you yeah. know, until you yeah. start making those larger investments, you're yeah. relying on your your own work, your own effort. And yeah. usually, usually, um, there's a lot of stagnation when you're not able to make those larger investments. That's just my you know, kind of I've been in business, awesome. I've done multiple seven-figure companies, and I've awesome. also failed in business six times uh, prior so to these two. Okay, so what you see when you when you see someone rushing and maybe pushing a little too hard, you're seeing someone that might be working too hard is what you're saying. Yeah, they don't a lot have of enough, that. Yes, a, a lot, lot of that. Of, mm -hmm. Not enough internal supports. And so sometimes that can help that makes us come across a little pushy. <laughs> right? Yeah, and and the reason is listen, I get it. I, yeah. I've been there when the mortgage yeah. is due, the rent is due, the utility payments due, the car payments due. You you know, I had this, you know, financial emergency. Um, but if you went a little too quick into business ownership and and you're relying on that to pay the bills, it's yeah. really tough. It could be really challenging. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I've yeah. been there and it's tough. Yeah. So yeah. um, so what do we do? Yeah. Right. Is um in you have to focus on solving the cash flow issue here. And, and a lot of times we overcomplicate this. It's yeah. not complicated. Cash flow is not complicated. Okay. Yeah. Most problems in business can be solved with the proper application of revenue. Where does revenue come from? Revenue comes from sales, period. That's, right. That's period. where revenue comes from. It comes yeah. from sales. Where do sales come from? Sales, if assuming that you have an okay product, right? Yeah. And assuming yeah. that you have an okay sales system, right? Yeah. It's like, it's okay. Like it's, it's relatively easy to do business with you. Once people are in that flow, yes. then all you have to do is just talk with more people. It's 
is so I, I don't like the word leads because that again we're talking yes. about humans here. But right. what I like is guests or you know yes. friendship, new friendships, right? And so yeah. um, you, what you need to do is create a system where you can you know 10x the number of new friendships that you build. And I prefer yes. making sure that those friendships, um, because again you also have to be protective of your time, but you right. want to create a system where you can spend more time with folks that have ability and desire to pay for the solution that you provide. Again, it's yeah. not very difficult if you're selling a $39 product, but yeah. again, if you've decided that you want to offer bigger ticket, which I'm a big fan, I've sold, you know, with Savings Angel, we were selling $20 a month memberships and yeah. we did, you know, seven, close to $7 million in revenue in $20 memberships. And yeah. then we've offered bigger ticket type engagements where, you know, generally an ALV is around $20,000 or so. And yeah. I got to tell you between the two, yeah. tickets easier. <laughs> if if yeah. You, yeah. Can, you know the rules of engagement, if you try and shortcut it, you're going to yeah. be miserable because yeah. again, you're broadcasting, you're waking up in the morning and you're like, who am I going to sell to? I got to sell this person. Right? right. And it's like, we can right. tell, we know. And then, and then yeah. people are going to, they're just going to yeah. like ghost you, not show up. They're like, they're just going to quietly try to disappear. And right. if that's happening, I want you to know that that's a fixable problem. Yeah. Every problem in I mean, sales you hear, is fixed. You hear so many people, Josh, and it's very help, helpful. Um, you, you, you hear so many people say, just get, increase your list, increase your, you know, the amount of people on your list. But what I'm hearing you say is really focus on those relationships, right? Get a, get a solid system in place and, um, and, and really create those relationships, Am, am I hearing you correctly, Josh? Because I, mm. I, I, you know, I've been in this world of, I'm an author. I'm also an icon, an entrepreneur. And a lot of authors have a hard time crossing that line. Right. And that was me at one point, meaning where we, we make money. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone thinks you you write a book, you're going to make money. Not necessarily the case. I mean, it takes no, no I would say that's the norm not to make money. That's yeah. in fact, yes, that's is. kind of my, um, that's kind of one of my main points that I make with yeah. content creators, uh, which yes. is a big umbrella that covers yeah. everything from podcasters to YouTubers, to social media, TikTokers, to yes. authors, to bloggers. Okay. The norm is you're not going to make much money. I mean, that's just the and norm I is you're not you. going to get that many listeners or viewers or whatever. That's the norm. And I'm so, glad you're saying that because a lot of people are writing books out there and they do talk to me. They say, I'm writing a book and how did it go for it? And they automatically assume like that's how you do it. And we're telling you not necessarily so, <laughs> right, Josh? Yeah. I don't want I'm not saying don't write the book, but I am saying there's a whole nother world to it. Yes. So, yes. Uh, so my, uh, so, you know, and I've, I've spoken, spoken at many podcasting conferences all around this topic is yeah. look, I, I hate to break the news to you, but 95% of you are probably not, if you're in it because yeah. you want to make a bunch of money from your audience by either selling ads to them or, you know, asking your listeners for money, yeah. I've been in this world a long time. It's not impossible no. But it's kind of like Jim Carrey and in, in Dumb and Dumber, right? So you're saying there's a chance, right? It's, it's, it, can ha it can happen. I don't. Yeah. So I don't want to dissuade you. So, no, but here's the thing, right? Yeah. Is let's just go under the working assumption. 
that you're yeah. not going to get that money because I'm telling you it's hard, right? It is. How I, else I'm going to second you... that. I've been there. Yes, go right. ahead. Yes. Yeah. So how can you use this book to open up doors for you? How That's can you right. use this podcast to open up doors for you? Because it's in those opportunities, the joint ventures, the alliances, the, the you know, the working with an influencer, the, you know, using the platform to connect with somebody that you end up doing business with. I'm going to tell you right now, in my experience, the likelihood of that, if you know how to network, yes. is significantly higher. Like yeah. all you have to do, like you think about, say, for example, you know, getting $5,000 a month from your listening audience from some, you know, uh, what's that Patreon thing? Like, yes, to yes. do that is <laughs> yeah. really hard to get yeah. to that level is yeah. very, very difficult. Okay. Yeah. You can get that. Think about the power of leveraging your platform as a networking tool and to, to secure a $5,000 a month client. Yes. That's not that difficult. You have to talk with probably 20, 25, maybe 30. Yeah. You know, folks yeah. that have ability and desire to pay. And as long as you can solve a problem for them and you're good at what you do, yeah. you are probably going to get a client after talking with 25, 30 people. I, I mean, yeah. that's just the numbers. Yeah. So again, yeah. think about how can we use the book to get yeah. me in a room with 20, 25, 30 people. And right. that's, I mean, again, I'm, I'll yeah. let you, you know, to our listeners, the business owner, I'll let you do whatever you want, but I'm just right. saying from my experience, yeah. um, it, one is I've, you know, so it's yeah. a slog. And the other one is just, you got to do the numbers. We overcomplicated yeah. because sales come from, um, numbers of introductions. So if you 10 X the number of folks, again, ability and desire to pay, ability and desire to pay, getting in the room with those folks, um, somehow, some way that is the fastest path to cash, particularly if you have a skill set that's particularly valuable for someone like that. I couldn't agree with you more. Well done, Josh. Um, and I just want to remind everyone, Josh is at upmyinfluence, upmyinfluence.com. And I can't tell you how many times, Josh, I was on someone's podcast and I will, because I had a, that sometimes we'll have another book coming out. So mm-hmm. I'll write down that I can go back to that person later with the next book to be on their podcast. I can't, and they tell you how many times I've gone back and they're out of business. Yeah. Yeah. And they were doing the Patreon thing and they were really in it and they were, did a great job. It, it's not that they weren't doing it well and I enjoyed it. And, and then I look and I'm like, they're They just disappeared. So I, I really believe in what you're saying. I hope this saves a lot of people time and money out there today. So, and I hope it reshifts you and you can apply this in any areas of your life. And I want you to know there's people like Josh out there that can help you if, if you want to learn more, right, Josh? Oh yeah. You know, a couple of things, um, you know, as a podcaster, I'm always looking for great guests. Yes. So you could go to my website, upmyinfluence.com, scroll yep. down to where it says, Hey, now booking guests, go check yep. it out again. Uh, typically, you know, folks in the B2B world, if you're doing six figures, come talk. I'd love to share your story with my audience. We have about 130,000 and I'd be honored to share your story. Um, yeah. If you're not quite at that level um, and uh, depending on when you're listening to this, we're, we're putting the final 
you know, kind of working on the scripting and all that sort of stuff right now. Um, mm. But but it's important for me to, I have a moral obligation to teach what I'm talking about right now. And so we're building that into a, a masterclass. And if you never do business with me, it's totally fine. But I want <laughs> to make sure if there's nothing else, you change your mindset and your philosophies about how business gets done today. And a lot of, by the way, uh, I, I really should have been referencing a number of great books. Um, the Go-Giver by Bob Berg is one. Marketing Rebellion by Mark Schaefer is another one that I I, I really cite those books quite often and they'll, mm-hmm. they'll tell you what I'm talking about right now. And that is, you know, just the, the reality, basically anyone who's talking about the end of marketing or, you know, kind of like, you know, the death of marketing and old school stuff that just yeah. old school sales, none of that stuff works yeah. anymore because it's you have over. a population that's been yeah. trained differently. So you well, got to get hip to it. <laughs> they're desensitized. That's the thing. We're desensitized. Yes. We've been overly marketed to everyone hears him saying that, and we just got to change. Right. So you don't, so you don't waste your time. Don't waste your money. Um, and I'm so appreciate you being on emotional detox podcast, Josh. Yeah. My, my goodness, Sherrianna, thank you so much for the work you're doing. A lot <laughs> of folks, uh, they need to detox of a lot of stuff out there. A lot of bad messages. So, you know, but, but what, we can what, do that. We can do that on emotional detox now. Yeah. <laughs> we can I, I do love that. this test, right? It's, it's yes. like, you know, like, I love that. this. Like, how do you feel? How do you No, 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 no. How do you feel? about that, your emotional guidance system, right? It just, it will let you know every time. How do you feel when people do that to you? You know, how do you feel about treating that way? How, what would you like to do about that? And, Mm -hmm. and so, yeah, it's, it's, it's good stuff. And unfortunately, like I said, a lot of, a lot of bad, there's a lot of snake oil out there. So thank you, Sherrianna, for the work that you're doing. (laughs) Thank you so much. And thank you everyone for listening. And remember your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. Take care. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Cleansing Live with Sherrianna, go to EmotionalDetoxNow.com today.